We are so glad you joined us today for the sermon podcast of St. Thomas Anglican Mission. St. Thomas is a convergent church anchored in Anglicanism and located in beautiful Matthews County, Virginia. We seek to be a community of refuge where you can rest, dream, and change as you encounter Christ through the scriptures, spirit, and sacrament. We hope you're blessed by today's message. Let's listen. New Testament reading is found in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 22, beginning with the 34th verse. Hearing that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, the Pharisees got together. One of them, an expert in the law, tested him with this question. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the, prof- all the law and prophets hang on these two commandments. While the Pharisees were gathered together, Jesus asked them, What do you think about the Christ, whose son he is? The son of David, they replied. He said to them, How is it then that David speaking by the Spirit, calls him Lord. For he says, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. If then David calls him Lord, how can he be his son? No one could say a word in reply. And from that day on, no one dared to ask him any more questions. The word of the Lord. Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. So church, this morning, as I said, I've just felt all week just the Lord impressing uh, on me this, this need to pray, right? And I was on a Zoom call earlier this week with a, a couple bishops and other uh, priests and and we were encouraged, we were uh, 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 challenged to be more and more intentional uh, with our prayer and to, and to set aside times of prayer to seek the Lord. And you know, uh, the funny thing is, is a lot of people say that the pandemic has made them draw closer to the Lord. And in some ways that's correct, but in other ways, people's souls are feeling crushed. Whether it's because of the pandemic, or it's because of the election, or it's because of the racial tension, or any number of reasons. In my household, because of the fact that uh, just a few months ago we were a family of five and now we're a family of three, because our daughter has gone to college and our son has joined the military. And that's been hard on us, uh, especially during this pandemic. And, you know, of course, people's marriages are falling apart in this pandemic. People have lost their jobs in this pandemic. And so there's lots of soul-crushing things occurring. 
And I know some of this sounds like things that I may have already shared with you. I may have already preached in weeks before. But, there, but the Lord likes to bring things back when He is trying to say certain things and He's trying to speak certain things and He's trying to remind us of certain things and He's trying to get us over ourselves to see certain things. You know, and in our, our day and age of social media and all that sort of thing, um, that doesn't exactly help with feeling uh, life. If anything, that's, that's soul-crushing as well. Um, you know, all the negativity and all the harmful things said by uh, those who aren't believers and those who are believers... I could care less if you're a Democrat or if you're a Republican, but if you, as a Democrat, disparage Republicans, or you as a Republican disparage a Democrat, we got problems because that is not the way of Jesus. And so to quote, uh, to quote a friend of mine, a pastor friend of mine down in Tennessee, um, Last week in his sermon, he, he encouraged his people, his congregation, um, in light of this current uh, soul-sucking season that we find ourselves. He said, he looked at his people and he said, get off the damn Facebook. Get off social media. Get off Facebook until after the election when it comes to being your source of drinking in this stuff. Because it's just zapping the life out of us. You know, our, our scripture passage this morning, the New Testament, when Jesus, you know, he, he said this, he was conversing with the Sadducees and they got shut down and the Pharisees came to him and thought, we got it. We'll ask him this question, we'll trip him up and, and uh, we'll have him. And so they came to him and said, Lord, what's the greatest commandment? And Jesus says, to love the Lord your God and to love your neighbor as yourself. Those two things, all the law, all the prophets hang on those. And while we want to be, uh, we, we want to sound super spiritual and say that this pandemic has helped us love the Lord more and helped us love our neighbor more, I would challenge that that's not necessarily true with everyone. Are there folks? Of course, most certainly. Uh, but there's a lot of people who have not learned how to love their neighbor during this pandemic, during this election cycle, during this racial tension. But you know, the good thing, the good thing is, is that uh, even in our frailties, the Lord still can use us. Uh, the Lord can still do a work through our hearts, through our lives. We might not be the most prayerful that we've ever been in our life, or we may have struggles and doubts and uncertainties, but the Lord is like, I can use that. I can do that. It reminds me of uh, after the resurrection, I think it's John, uh, John chapter 21. Right, Jesus has already appeared to the disciples a few times, and then there was this occurrence where they were out fishing. Uh, and Jesus showed up again, and he, uh, they, 
told him to throw the net over on the other side. And Peter recognized it was the Lord uh, sitting there on the beach. And he jumped off the boat. He put his cloak on, jumped off the boat, and swam out to meet him. And remember, this is after the resurrection. Jesus had denied, or Peter had denied Jesus three times. And then he had seen him come back and all this. And so Peter gets to the shore and, you know, they share a meal and all these sort of things. And then Jesus asks him this. He says, do you love me? Do you love me? And the love that Jesus is talking about is the love, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Love him unconditionally. Love him with everything. And Peter responds, I love you as a brother. The Greek word he uses is philio, love, you, a brotherly love. And Jesus tells him, well, feed my sheep. And then he says again, Peter, do you love me? Do you, agape, uh, do you, do you love me? And Peter says, yes, Lord. I do philio you. I love you as a brother. And the Lord says, feed my sheep. And in the third time, the Lord met Peter where he was at. He said, Peter, do you love me as a brother? And Peter said, Peter got annoyed or upset and distraught. And Yes, Lord, you know. See, church, in that moment, in that moment, Peter may not have been able to love the Lord with everything. He might have been struggling through his rejection and his denial of him. But Jesus said, you know what, I can use that. I'll meet you where you are at, Peter, and you're going to do great. And of course, we know chapters later when you get to the book of Acts and his powerful sermon on Pentecost and, and those sort of things. But church, our text this morning, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. But even when we struggle to love, Jesus can still meet us there. He can still meet us there because as we work through it, we're going to become closer and closer like the Lord, more and more like Jesus until we get to that place where we don't just love like a brother, but we love unconditionally. Whether you're a Democrat, whether you're a Republican, whether you're independent, whether you're Baptist or Pentecostal or Anglican, whether you're male, whether you're female, whether you're Jew, whether you're Gentile, whether you're slave, whether you're free, whether you're Asian, whether you're black, whether you're you're Hispanic, it doesn't matter. That love, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. And the only way, church, we can attain that level of love is pray. The only way we can attain that level of love is through praying. And in praying, we, we find life. And in life, we're able to overcome those things which feel like they are crushing our souls. Well, this, this uh, meditation, I guess, homily, whatever, might, um, uh, might be a little scatterbrained and stuff. 
I just feel like it's something that the Lord's just been really impressing and encouraging my heart with, is that I, the Lord says, I will meet you where you're at. I will meet you in your brokenness. I will meet you in your struggles. I will meet you in your frustrations. I will meet you in your hurts. I will meet you in your pain. I will meet you where you are being crushed. And I can use you to do a great thing. And that doesn't necessarily mean reach 3,000 people on a Pentecost sort of day. It could just mean touch one life. It could just mean transform your own heart and mind. To love your neighbor. It could mean a transformation to where you look across your yard to your neighbor who has that political sign that you, your blood boils every time you see it. But when you look across, that anger washes away. That might be the transformation that is needed. That might be the first step. We can never hear enough about love. We can never hear enough about seeking the Lord. And if you're like me, I know you're frustrated. I know you're um, stressed out over everything. But thankfully, we serve a God who says, Come to me, all you who are weak and weary, and I will give you rest. In our brokenness, in our frustration, in our, in our, in our uh, exhaustion, all we have to do is look to the Lord. And kind of like uh, this, this uh, image right here, all we have to do is look to the Lord and pray, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. And He is faithful and just. He is faithful and true. He will forgive us and He will meet us. And he will restore us. Let's pray. Lord, Father God, Jesus, Messiah. You know the things we're struggling with, the hurts, the pains. You know the exhaustion, the frustration, the weariness. You know, the anxiety, the tension, the stress. God, you know our frailties. You know our, our missteps. But Lord, you love us nonetheless. You're faithful. You're there to have mercy on us, to restore us. So all we got to do is talk to you. All we got to do is seek your face. All we got to do is pray and come to you and say, Lord Jesus, have mercy on me. And so, God, I don't know. I don't know. I'm preaching as much to myself as to those watching. And I don't know who may have needed to hear this, God, but I pray that in the mess that I presented and in, in the, the stumbling and fumbling over my own words this morning, Lord, I pray that someone that your spirit cut through and was able to touch the heart and mind of someone. God, we give you praise. Holy Spirit, come bring transformation, bring renewal.
restoration. God, in your presence, may we find rest, may we dream, and may we be changed. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the message. You can find out more about St. Thomas by visiting our website, matthewsanglican.org. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. Simply search our name. Have a blessed week.